This is an AMA from cmtopdog.com. Hello everyone, it's AMA 26th of January 2023. Got Zeke here, sounds like Angelo will be chiming in as well, always welcome. Um, you'll see over the last few days started to sort of come back in again as we hopefully now all understand the excitement at this moment in the cycle of crypto. So, so many people that go into crypto in 2020, 2021, they all wish they kind of dived in in like 2019. Everyone wishes they were sort of the year earlier. Oh, now how did you get 100x? Well, this is the moment in time in the cycle if you can get involved in the right projects and not be too emotionally tied to them and, and really believe about what they can deliver for the next one, two, three years, this is the time that you get entries into things that can make you money. And obviously the video's just got a lot of focus about your, your mental and physical well-being throughout this time as well. I think that manifesting and imagining the future, lifting heavier, losing a bit of fat, being overall feeling better about yourself and, and knowing that this is your moment in time that you can hopefully have a chance at making it because it's happened in the cycles before. I've done two cycles myself and each time at this moment in time in the cycle, two, three years later, I've ended up much wealthier each time. So again, I think this is another time in crypto history that everyone has got an opportunity. And that, that's what that video was about. Just reminding you all to sort of what I do is I've deleted all my personal social media apps. I've, I've stopped. I used to watch loads of random sport like tennis, football, golf. I even found myself watching things like indoor bowls. But it's, it's as ridiculous as that sounds. You're sort of wasting hours that you can kind of use to research and, and make yourself eligible for airdrops or even learn how to trade and things like that as well. So I'd, I think just a, a small like six or 12 month sacrifice like over the next year, if you just shave away those little stupid things you do at night that maybe take one or two hours of time that seem quite leisurely if you can get those things away then really you can put some time into crypto that will deliver you some hopefully big profits and, and big life-changing sums of, of capital gains as we approach this next bull run coming up so yeah i just wanted to highlight that all again everyone it's starting to get going hopefully people enjoyed the video um yeah zeke angelo anything you want to stick in go for it what do you think about the market on what sam talked about like yeah for the next on the long side say two years but uh low side year to 18 months it's definitely the uh the time to focus and i know for myself and i'll be very open about it here when i when i plan on start taking uh, money out which uh i'll be quite honest my start point is when bitcoin regains fifty thousand, i'm going to start taking out 10 percent of everything and uh every 10 every ten thousand after that up to 80 to ninety thousand, i'm going to take out 10 10 percent of all my holdings after that and then That'll leave 50% in the market for if we break the 100,000 mark. So I'm going to gradually remove money from the uh, the 50 to 90K mark. And then if we happen to break the 100K mark, whatever is left in the market, uh, let it ride. And with the capital that's on the side, if there's something that looks like a hot new project that's worth uh, throwing a few bucks in, then uh, I can always redeploy some capital. But uh I definitely am going into the next couple of years more with an exit plan than uh, than anything else than I ever have before. Zeke, if if you look at what what happened the last few weeks with uh, Bitcoin, do you think that the true bottom is in now, or 
if we still uh, will get a correction. Um, I'm when it comes to the bottom, I am no longer watching what's happening with crypto. Like, don't get me wrong, this runs great. Um, I'm still watching the stock market, and uh, scary thing right now coming up at the end of the month is um, the Fed meetings on the 31st and the 1st of February. The expected rate hike for the U.S. is only a quarter of a percent, and it's at like 98.5 um, expected that that's going to be the rate hike. Um, if Powell really wants to stop the markets because everyone's banking on a 0.25, if he happens to throw in a 0.5, at this meeting, then you'll see the bottom. If he doesn't, if he never goes off expectations, then yes, the bottom's in. If he goes off expectations at any of the meetings in Q1 or even early Q2, where we're only expecting a quarter basic, a uh, quarter base point hike, or he pauses and then out of nowhere tosses in a 0.5, like he has to go off script. If he doesn't go off script, um, I think we'll see retracements. Maybe we could see a retracement as low as 17.5. The CME gap's at 19.5. Um, the, the 10 to 13 projections, um, they're still on the table if the stock market crashes. And, and do you do you still uh, believe in the, the fat pivot uh, theory that... that um... With the correction that uh, historically comes right after that, it's never been wrong, so I don't see any reason not yeah. to. Um, yeah. And that generally doesn't happen right away. That generally happens three to months six months later. after the pivot. So yeah. that's what I mean. Like I'm at this point, like as much as watching a lot of stuff on crypto is great to see what's going on in the market day to day. Um, we've proved how unintelligent billionaires in crypto are. Like from the guys like Davies and people who thought they were hedge fund managers, which they weren't, they were in crypto early. They made a shitload of money. I'm not saying they're not intelligent people. They weren't as intelligent as they thought they were. And they were definitely not uh, market savvy. Like this is the point where you got to watch people and I'll leave out Jamie Dimon because uh, JP Morgan's historic for manipulating the market. So I Thing that comes from JP Morgan or uh, or Goldman Sachs, just throw it the window right there. Um, I'd rather watch stuff with more hedge fund managers like Marquisco. Well, Paul's a little overly bullish these days, but he still thinks something's going to happen to the economy. Um, Drunken Miller still thinks we're going to get killed as much as no one likes Peter Schiff because he's an idiot when it comes to gold and Bitcoin. He's still yeah. a hell of a market manager. He thinks we're going to get annihilated still. Um, so when all these guys who have managed, like you don't have to like them, you don't have to like their opinion on everything. But when guys like that are still saying like, yeah, look out, um, I'm still cautious. Like this has been a great run and I'm sad I didn't have more money in the market for it. But uh, I'm not, I, I have no sensation of FOMO other than Aptos. Like that was an unreal run from $3 to 20 like, who would have saw that coming, but uh, would have been nice to have a chunk of change in that one. But uh, other than that, like these little pumps are great, but at the same time, we've dropped 
anywhere from 95 to 99 percent and we're up 20 to to 100 percent where we need to go up thousands of percent so Mm -hmm. um this is great for making money short term and uh probably going into wednesday depending on how the weekend goes i don't know if we're going to get another friday to sunday pump but uh some of my spot stuff like near um because solana had such a good run i'll actually be putting stop losses on some of my spot stuff which uh if you guys want i'll uh i'll post in a file like and hey if i buy it end up buying it back at the same price or a couple points more that's great but a lot of these things have doubled and tripled in the in the start of the year so if we happen to get uh kicked in the teeth a little it would be nice to accumulate some more uh some more coins maybe maybe you can uh make it uh uh a post in the ta channel like i did sure. with the other charge maybe uh, just um especially uh the coins or trades that you are uh following so people yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll update that buy list that i that i posted here a while ago the spreadsheet that had some of the tokens where my buy orders were and some of them hit obviously a lot of them didn't because we didn't get that final flush down but uh my Algorand buys hit, hit my near buys hit, my Solana buys hit. Um, there was a bunch, uh, the graph hit, like a bunch of them hit um, 70, 80% lower than what they even are now, and some a couple hundred percent from what they are now. So I'd like to retain some of those short term gains and, and hopefully rebuy on a pullback if we get it. And if we don't, that's still a nice profit and can put it back in at any time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the the issue we've seen is the bottom end. We think the bottom's end. It's it's very very different for me and and likely most people sort of listening that are members of this channel as well. We are predominantly about altcoins, and and the the thing you have to consider is Matic in that previous video how I showed that I actually forgot that I did such an early video on that, and it would have actually delivered a three hundred x. If you just held it from that first video up until the the peak of the the bull run and while we see bitcoin now recovering and it might do quite well this year it might slowly creep up and altcoins traditionally during this time will not necessarily perform that well however the thing to just ingrain into your mind is that bitcoin in the last cycle i think did only something like an 8x or something like that or maybe a 12x um so nothing life changing nothing that's going to change your life and in that time 12x yeah there you go bought that three thousand dollar peak bottom on corona so most people were in from six to eight thousand dollars so yeah there's only an eight to ten x for most people yeah exactly and that's the thing to remind yourself of so while bitcoin's performing well at the moment and some alts are being sort of sold off as people chase this bitcoin pump if you at any moment in time have got your cash and sitting in bitcoin to ride these 20 30 percent waves over a couple of weeks and it might slowly grind up if an altcoin like matic for example in that time uh, over the course of like a week does a, a quick little 2x suddenly 
that has turned your 300x potential into 150x potential. It's just, it's halved your your opportunity there. So that's why at this stage in the market, it's it's important not to think, oh dear, Bitcoin, Ethereum's moving. I better jump into them. They, they will not deliver the life-changing gains for people a bit more savvy and wanting to build up a bit of the portfolio. By all means, go for it. But missing out on these lows and some of these altcoins will be the will be the ones that you would regret and i think they're we're looking at the dxy maybe going to bounce very soon if we get a little bit of fud we will get some serious blood again as my anticipation on altcoins but it will be scattering these buys over the next few months with hopefully some airdrop capital that will really really hopefully change your life because I, I actually looking at my historic youtube i could not believe how many of those calls actually hit 100x and of course if you've got three four five of them hitting plus of 100x then that gives you a bit of scope for for some of the rugs some of the ones that don't deliver the, the ones that, that, that get hacked and things like that as well so scattered buys over many alts i think should do everyone here very very well and that's the sort of the next stage of, of content release for me to get out to you yeah and if you're not someone who trades a lot guys we're probably going to be in these ranges from now throughout the summer so if you want to start exposing some of your capital to the market i would say pick like a every 10 days or a two-week schedule and you buy say every second sunday do something like that. You'll catch some highs, you'll catch, catch some lows. But if you're not someone who, who wants to move money in and out of the market on a regular basis, um, I would say throwing stuff in, throwing a bit of money into the bigger projects that you like and you want a little bit over, say, like I said, whether you want to buy weekly, I would probably spread it out to every two weeks unless we get a major dip, then obviously go from buying a little bit to buying a lot more. But, uh, and by major dip, I mean, we start heading back down to like 15, 16. Like if we just have a little retracement to 21, I don't consider that like changing, even if we see 19, but if we start losing, uh, if we start consistently staying sub 20, um, expect that we're going to need a parachute because we're going to be falling from a fucking plane. Yeah, exactly. I'm just looking at some of the historical charts. You can see how late the, the altcoins move in relation to Bitcoin. So this Bitcoin rally has got a long way to go before we will see that cash move into alts. So it's definitely no time for FOMO, no time for panic buying, given the, the recent rise in Bitcoin and how we're looking at the DXY charts and, and what Zeke has yes. said with Fed planning. This actually... It's probably again one of the worst times to buy over the next few weeks so the, the next yeah the next 10 days tread carefully there's a lot of like we just had all the major earnings um and no one gave the funny thing is for crypto why we pop why we sort of uh had a lot of fuckery going on yesterday no one gave a shit about what tesla did everyone just wanted to make sure bitcoin was still on the tesla books that is why we had that crazy up and down pump to 23.8 and down right almost at the end of the uh, stock market day yesterday. Tesla didn't sell Bitcoin, so everybody was happy in crypto. So we uh, we scam with uh, Bitcoin for everybody to either get short squeezed or nuked if they shorted too soon. 
Yeah, exactly. And what the sort of as Zeke said before, he's not really paying attention to the market much at the moment. Once I get these sort of altcoins and and tell you all what ones I'm holding with the the highest potential. So it'll be, you know, AI based one, layer twos, some gaming ones, entertainment ones. Basically, the the projects with the the big partners. A very very strong team roadmap, loads of capital in their in their wallets. I'll, I'll ask teams, how's your financial situation? You're not planning any further raises to further dilute the token and things like that. Once I've got all that sort of stuff clarified, it will literally be for me just to sit and wait and bide my time. I, I do not really care what Bitcoin will do between now and the next 12 months, un unless it gets like completely banned or something ridiculous or hits like 5k or something like that. As long as it's sort of sitting in with its general uh, cycle range, I know that the day will come that altcoins get that, that flurry of capital coming in and the ones we've entered will, will do very, very well. And then now we've also got the added benefit of having a lot more experienced people here on trading and things like that. And hopefully for a lot of you, when, when the top comes, you're you're sort of making the decision of, will I take an ATX on this and get and get out and, and be happy with that? Yeah, it might ride up to 120, 150X, but the important thing is that you got a lot of cash out at the, at the right time this time. Because I think me and Zeke are certainly quite aligned. I'm not sure about Angelo, but that this could be... The, the last big flurry of, of altcoin opportunity before we've seen some warning signs with you know Logan Paul NFT scams some big names that really if that sort of stuff if that sort of stuff happens again they're gonna cut they're gonna bring the hammer down they're, they're, they're looking for any reason to try and remove this opportunity for young people like us or I suppose it, I see young people sort of loosely I know I know a lot of you are a lot older but for I appreciate uh, that <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old myself um, and the crypto's definitely aging me faster than the, than the normal human that's why I eat so much collagen um, but yeah I think that the the, the system is sort of designed to to I, I don't want to sound too much like Andrew Tate here but the, I'm probably going to get my podcast banned now for mentioning his name um, <laughs> I, I think that the world is sort of designed for you to sort of sit comfortably watch your Netflix, pay your bills and go your annual holiday a year. This crypto opportunity that we sit in at the moment really is a, a once in a, a human history. It's, it's like it's like finding gold in your back garden before the, the government's said that any land gold bearing is, is theirs. It's, it's that type of opportunity here with crypto and that this could be the last two, three years that we, we ever see anything like this. So it's definitely maximize the opportunity on it. Yeah, I agree. I think this is the last time we're going to see it where it's uh, where it's market wide. Um, then you're going to have to find, you're going to have to go dig in for good projects and stuff like this will be the last time where we just see everything run one more time because um, as much as people like to say, oh, institutional money will be great when it comes in. I also don't think institutions are going to miss one more chance at crypto. They've missed a lot of chances at crypto they will scam pump this market like we've never seen before the regulation comes in, whether it's guys doing it off the books on weekends on the side, you will see, like we've already seen it with Opt Aptos, which is a VC coin. You know, that's not retail buying, that's VC leverage running it up so they can sell their spot bags. Um, yeah. oh, and, Michael, that's, and Michael, that's a good question that you asked. Like, would I put a stop loss on uh, 
stuff I've accumulated for uh, long term. Um, depending on your risk tolerance, I wouldn't like. I have no intention of putting 100% of my long term bags back on the market, but uh, 30 to 40% of some of the stuff that I bought at the lows recently, um, I will be putting a stop loss on just to try and accumulate more coins. And if I don't, and I buy it, and this keeps running, then I'll buy something else at spot that looks uh, looks good and catch a pump. Right now, I'm happy catching. 30, 40, 50%, even on a spot buy, which we could have done on a, which has happened almost across the market. So um, I'd rather not lose stuff that's doubled and tripled in three weeks because I I don't think we're scot-free yet. I think there's still some uh, turmoil left in the market. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's very, look, I think if we look at previous cycles, it gives us a bit of a hint as to what will happen, but it, it doesn't tell us exactly what will happen. And of course, the, the bull market moves in odd little cycles. The, the good thing as well will be we'll try and identify projects that will move the earliest, and then you can almost get two waves as part of the altcoin run. Like the, the Matic and Meaties one is, is a really good sort of couple of charts to look at. You can see if you go in Matic, um, for the, for the start of the altcoins rallying up, you could have rode quite a nice tasty 100, 150x on that. And then actually if you move that cash into the, the later call, like Meaties, but again, layer 2, very similar protocol, and then that rode almost 100x. By making those sorts of moves, you can start to deliver, you know, 100x and then 100x as a thousand, well, 10,000x. So... That, those are the types of moves I want to make in this market and we, we kind of done it a little bit we, we had Ecomi as part of the NFT hype and mania and things like that and it'll be all about trying to move the cash in ride it up for a nice multiplier take profit out of it move it into the next hot moving coin and, and by starting at this very moment in time and, and being very very transparent and very structured and obvious about what we're holding we'll hopefully get a, a couple of nice runs where we, we make a ton of money cash it out market maybe dips a bit then we get a second flurry of capital coming in and we sit it in a few other projects and, and really really ride it up you know if, if you land a, a few 10 20 x's in a row you, you can seriously do well yeah and that's the big thing because you'll see a point especially in the bull run where coins run so much that they get tired um a combination of coins last year that uh it was funny because it got to the point where a blind person could basically do it, and I kid you not. Um, Harmony One and Anchor almost ran to the same price and retraced three to four days apart. So you'd run one up, move your money to the other one, move it back, move it back, take it out, put it in. Move. When stuff gets going and there's enough of us here on a regular basis, and when things get busier, the amount of people in this chat will grow even more. If anybody starts seeing those patterns and you, you point it out where you see these two or three coins, like one goes up for a week, stalls, and then the next week another coin goes, and then it comes back. If we like if we can compound gains rather than just riding something up, riding it back down, and then you make a 10x instead of if you tried to sell the top, maybe you made a 30x. But if we can make, say, a 17x, pull the money out move it make a 12x pull the money out move it and that's compounded so we're putting more money in each token every time we do it 
we're not catching like the massive, massive top every time, but we're compounding the gains and every time. And like Sam said, it's a lot easier to get to a hundred X when you make a 17X and then a 20X and then a 15X rather than trying to make a hundred X in one project. Like there's going to be some hundred X's from the bottom here, especially some of the stuff that got decimated that we know are good projects. But uh, once we get that first initial big wave up, and for me, like a big wave up would be when we start looking at the forty to forty to fifty thousand dollar range again. Like this run could hit maybe thirty, thirty two before it peaks out. But uh, the long time indicators, like the daily and the weekly, are starting to get overcooked. So I don't think we have a lot of time left before this either goes sideways or retraces a bit. But uh, when we start seeing those bigger numbers in the alts, really like regaining say 50 to 60 percent of their all-time highs when you see stuff like dot and cardano like say cardano gets back around a dollar dot starts touching 25 to 30 dollars when it was a high of 60 or something like uniswap when we start seeing that stuff does it pay to try and get to double your money one, one more time in that project or do we take say 60 to 70 percent of what we you can always leave a moon bag in there but take 30 to 60 percent out of what we've made, move it to something else that has the potential to go 10x rather than just trying to get another 2x of what's left in that token. And like what happened to Medes, the odd one's going to run on us and we're going to be a little disappointed in it. But the safer play I've learned over doing this many, many times is when a coin looks tired, find somewhere else that you can compound the gains better than hoping for just that extra maybe one or 2x when a coin's unlikely to get any higher. Yeah, exactly. Like, Meteos is a, is a really good example as to why I prefer to sort of advise people who've taken out profits rather than say exactly when I'm taking profits. Obviously, I have a, a massive influence on, on projects and coins and because I was sort of the, the, the big dogs of early entry and, and Meteos was between sort of uh, like 5 to $10 type of thing, um, when, when that starts hitting like $60, $70, even $100, I, I, was, I was taking cash out of it but there was no way I could ever tell people that I was doing that because it may have halted the growth. There may have been some panic selling on it. And obviously, I'm very, very happy that I didn't share that because it then ran on to, like, what, 250 300 Obviously, when, when that hits in my head, I'm like, what have I done? I've, I've taken cash out the the market far too early. But I definitely learned my lesson to, to be happy with things like 10x. Like, 10x is a big deal. And then, of course, as Zeke said, like if, if you've got this sort of extra capital, suddenly, if, if you started off with a, a $1,000 worth of portfolio and there's some speculative coins you fancy entering and you don't want to... You, you only want to put in 10% of your total portfolio, so $100 into that. It'll make you a bit of money, but not that much. But if you sort of scale up and compound your, your cash and suddenly you've got 50,000, 60,000, suddenly you find these little gems scattered about and, and your your 10% risk is, is not $100 anymore. It's like four, five, six thousand $6,000 that you feel is an appropriate level of risk. And then, of course, something like that into a speculative gem called a, a meme coin, a dog coin can then be that late stage market absolute mammoth hit that everyone dreams of so definitely yeah playing it from now compounding it scaling it up taking profits on when necessary as long as your bag's sort of increasing and, it, and if it's increasing relatively well over the next 
say six to eighteen months, you you will be in an insane position come uh, when when that bull run really starts flying. Yeah, and to give people an idea of what happens if like, and I didn't hit DeFi summer in the twenty twenty. I came back in uh, November, so I missed DeFi summer, and I missed some of the real early buys back back around COVID. Um, last bull run. I turned $12,000 into $750,000 roughly. My goal was to hit a million, I missed it. And I didn't hit any of the crazy gainers CM hit. Like I hit a Comey late. I got, I think a 5X out of a Comey. Um, my two biggest gains were uh, Harmony 1, I hit a 32X and, uh, and Dent actually, I, I hit a big one. Um, I, one of the first coins I bought when I came back was Doge, like super sub a penny. When it hit five cents, I was like, that's where I got most of my bankroll from. I rode Doge from like under half a cent to five cents, having no clue like Elon was going to come in. Like I wasn't really tuned into the market at that time. I was just coming back and getting focused. And so I, I didn't hit any of that. Um, I played the layer ones wrong. I went heavy into dot first. Um, I didn't have a lot in Solana. I didn't have a lot in AVAX, which ran way bigger than DOT. So I only made an 11X on DOT, where if that money was in, say, Solana, that same interest, after I, like I had compounded into the summer, um, the $20,000 that I had into DOT that I had accumulated would have been worth two to $3 million if I happened alone by itself if I played the layer ones in the right order, like there's going to be mistakes, but you're going to make profit. So if we pull a few thousand dollars out of the airdrops, well, things are a little slower. That's the kind of money that can be made. Like that, like I said, that was $12,000 to $750,000 with no extreme gainers. Yeah, exactly. And I think from the, the content I release, like it's, it's very easy to sort of decipher what, what I think is like a, a big high potential technological hit. Like the, the, the push I did around Meaties is, is a good example of that. The sort of endless research into Zilliqa, people remember that. These are 100x plus coins. And the the reason I keep highlighting the airdrop type of thing, it is, it's going to be so easy. I, I honestly believe that if you do all of those working airdrops, you're going to bring in at least like $10,000 or something like that. And at this stage in the market, sticking in one thousand dollars in, in like 2019 2020 in matic and a thousand dollars of into at that stage you know that, that that's bringing you back like almost three four hundred thousand dollars just from a couple of grand with, with with the way the market moves so that's why i think it's so important to, to highlight and it's also sort of risk-free money as well it's, it's cash you might think okay no one knows about this the wife doesn't know about this this is a thousand dollars worth of crypto money i've got sitting there and i can put this in a, a long-term play and see what happens and that's that's the big thing about it as well if it doesn't pay off it doesn't 
put any more risk or any adversity in, in, into your or negativity into your life it gives you that potential to sort of scatter your bags a bit more because I, I i know when i worked in the bank and i was sort of paying rent i was working 60 hours a week doing overtime i still did not have that much extra money like one of my funny stories is i i, I would upgrade my phone like i would get the the latest samsung phone out on a contract and then i would just sell it on like ebay or something for a thousand pounds and then just use my old phone i then put that money into crypto instead and obviously the the long term gain out of that was incredible you know i'm, I'm hitting some coins doing 50x and stuff i've, I've taken out my phone sold it and got 50 grand back for it <laughs> um and it's it's little plays like that with airdrops and cash coming in that can really make a huge difference here now after a couple of years they make your battery phone die so that killed that hustle on you well, not an iPhone user, my friend. Not an iPhone user. No, last iPhone I had was a last iPhone I had was a 3GS. But yeah, it was silly things like that. I, I always tell myself this with like technology and, and what I'm spending money on. Like, what what is it going to do for me? Like, even upgrading things like television. Yeah, it'd be amazing to have a 80 inch 4K television, but. Once I've had that for a week, it's 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 what you hear and see, like um, a phone running 20% faster and the the, ba the battery lasting uh, lasting a little bit longer, is not something that really improves your life. The the, the way putting that money in, into crypto can. So I'm always always very very strict with these sorts of things. You know, I, I was not one of these people on Twitter, like uh, you know Crypto Michael showing that he's. Aston Martins and things like that that he was buying uh, while executing the, the worst trades we've ever seen on Twitter. Like, I, I was never <laughs> I was never that person. I was always, like, made money, put a bit into charity, or diversified my bags, found other crypto coins. Always that kind of, kind of person. Because materialism will come when it's you've got your family, it's time to exit the market, and you, you maybe fancy a, a nice fireplace and the home you've built. Like, that's the sort of dreams and, and hopes for me for the future. Yeah, and I'd say just to touch on that, like, at the same time, guys, if you hit a coin that all of a sudden makes you... Say you put a thousand dollars into it and it goes up to fifty thousand. Just so you feel good about what you're doing, do take say three to five thousand of that and do something nice for yourself. Um, especially if uh, you're new to this and you haven't seen that kind of influx of money come in very fast. Obviously, don't take the entire fifty thousand and, like CM said, blow it on a car or something like that. But take five or ten percent of that money and go on a little vacation or or whatever you like to do in your free time, like. I'll use golfing as an example because I'm a golfer. If you've been wanting a new set of clubs, go buy yourself a new set of clubs with a little bit of profit. Like don't, but don't, don't splurge. Take, do a little bit of like reward yourself for the work you've put in over all this downtime, but uh, but don't overdo it to the point where, yeah, like Sam said, until you're exiting the market, see what you have, then worry about the houses and the cars and all that other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I was, I sort of, I, I met someone in the in, in the bear market, and um, you know, I, I did nice things with with some of the cash that we made, like nice little trips and holidays, put put a lot of money into her. But definitely, that that was a when when she when she exited from me, <laughs> um, that was one thing I learned as well. Like I'm I'm happy that I did like little nice things, uh, but I'm very very happy I didn't go too lavish on like spending things on her and things like that as well, because that would have been fully fully regretful so yeah exactly you always do little things to reward yourself 
make the make the journey enjoyable but particularly at this stage in the market don't worry too much about the charts we, we know the wave that's coming we know how highly rewarded that we can get um and it's just a just a waiting game at this moment it's sort of this this stage in the market sort of reminds me as like that as a kid like the night before christmas was almost better than actual christmas day itself because the the anticipation and and, and hope of what was what was around the corner was was so so enjoyable that when the when the big day comes yeah it's great to be showered with it but that that's it all done so this is the this is the part of the journey i i love the most sort of waiting and anticipating what's around the corner Unless anyone got like a, a PlayStation Four or Five for Christmas, obviously that's better than Christmas Eve. But <laughs> um, yeah, FOMO. Um, I, I know I messaged you in the chat there, so I was reading over some of the uh, the Nakamoto Games newsletters, and uh, so yeah, they're up to 150 games. Um, they partnered with Reef Chain, which is kind of interesting. So for those of you who don't know the history of reef chain uh, reef chain was going to be a financial service on i believe it was supposed to be connected to polka dot when polka dot started doing the parachains and the ceo or owner president of reef chain was actually the first person to call it sam bankman fried for dumping their tokens when they got to ftx and he, sam bankman fried basically killed uh the reef token price and SBF had so much power in the industry already at that point that he basically just said, no, this guy's full of shit. I didn't do that. And looking back on things, we know 100% Sam did that with most of the projects that went to FTX. So uh, they are partnering with Reef. Um, their NFTs for their Nakaverse have a pretty good uh, sales volume on, uh, on Polygon. And looks like they're just going to continue being a, a solid game studio and stuff. So like you said, if you already own it, holding it up to uh, all-time highs, at least the previous all-time highs or close to, um, probably not a bad idea from, from what I've looked to. Like they're doing a virtual hub, a uh, bit of a social aspect, play to earn. Fit. Like they're, they're doing a little bit of everything and uh, they're starting to become multi-chain, so it looks like uh, they're definitely going to be around for the next run. Yeah, and I, I think like when it comes to sort of coins pumping on the market, if if it's an early stage project, you need to ensure that the, the what they're delivering is, is is better than what's currently existing. So Zilliqa was identified because we knew that it was faster and cheaper than Ethereum, and they were building that out. So as they release these development updates, and the market's riding a bit hot, people get excited about that. Is Zilliqa the next Ethereum or the Ethereum killer, as they were calling? it so that's one type of coin that you look at then the other ones you look at is if it's already well established and fully developed then you must ensure that they have got partnerships and adoptions in line so um cardano's maybe a good example of that they, they were releasing some well let, let's go with something more obvious like um, um well the run cody um, just had cody is releasing the stable coin for cardano that djo whatever it is but uh, uh, the run Cody's had in the last little bit. So when you see news like that coming out, the older coins will pump because their communities, one, at some point want the coins to pump so they can get their money out of them. 
So like Cody would be a prime example of that uh, with the run they're on right now. Yeah, Cody is actually, I'm, I'm going to have a little look at that chart actually. Cody was a very, very early call by me, um, sort of identified with its links to Cardano and what they were trying to build. I think their official sort of payment protocol partner or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, for a, few, for a few projects and they were starting to get some headway at the last the end of the last bull run they got up to about 66 cents and uh and then the market tumbled um i own some unfortunately that's when i didn't accumulate more lower i think my average buy-in on cody's probably around uh 17 18 cents but uh the fact that they survived and uh are still going strong they are planning on being a stable coin issuer and obviously not algorithmic hopefully fully backed um, or reasonably backed, not fully backed because nothing's fully backed. But uh, if they can keep going with what they're doing and I think the big thing that's going to push one of these payment streams forward is when they have to stop, when they can don't need a third party, when you can just put your visa in and that transaction's done right on the blockchain. So if one of these companies can pull off an onboard where you just, boom, $5,000 off my visa goes right onto the blockchain, it doesn't go to a bank, to a centralized exchange, then move it all around. If, it's, if it becomes a one-step process where you just onboard your money right from your credit card to the blockchain, that'll be a game changer for whoever pulls off that technology first. Yeah, there's um, I've just linked in there a chat. So that's just sort of what I was saying there. When when you get stages in the market, there's a bit of sort of hype and a bit of excitement about altcoins moving. So that's a Cody video from almost exactly two years ago, actually. And I think it did about a 10x in about seven weeks or something like that. So that, that to me, was identified as a good pick because it's sort of links to Cardano, its partners it was bringing out, its development it was doing into its chain and its technology. And that ended up moving very, very well um, for like a couple of months. And then it completely died down again. And then it had another second rally as part of the, the altcoin boom. So that's a, a really good example as to sort of how crypto moves. If And in Meetis was this call as well. You know, I, I spoke with them in so, so much detail. What is your roadmap for the next four or five months over this crypto bull run? And they were like, this week we're releasing this. In two weeks time, we've got a, we've got an event here in one month time we're going to release this news if you can get yourself into something that, that keeps releasing sort of bullish news on twitter and 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 gets the people will not sell if they think there's something around the corner that's big if you get involved in a project like that with a strong roadmap and they deliver it that is what will really accelerate the price people people will the classic sell on news that that's what you need to be mindful and, and, and take care with but yeah cody's a perfect example there you, you can ride these waves of, of news releases but I, I think it's it's pretty well established now isn't it we would be looking for yeah we'd be looking for adoption on, on Cody and Cardano I, I think that anyone that holds Cardano or Cody now you want to be making sure that they're going to get the adoption that that's the big thing for these coins otherwise they'll turn into an xrp and and you will hold your money in them and they just will not move because everything's 
everything development-wise has been done, and the only next stage, uh, the next step they can make is, is adoption. So that's it. If it's well established, you're looking at adoption. If it's brand new, you want to be making sure that it's beating everything else that exists on the market. Those are the two key things to look at. And I think we got to be quick on that when when things start to take off, like especially on the layer ones. Like as much as I think Dot's a great project, if it doesn't get the adoption it needs in the next cycle, gone. Cardano, same thing, gone. Uh, Solana, gone. Like if stuff doesn't get adopted and used for more than just NFT sales and something like Uniswap, if there's not games on it, if there's not a reason to use that blockchain, we want to move our money away from it. Absolutely. Um, Ifoma, were you going to share some alpha for us on, on Nakamoto? I'm assuming you're, you're stacked in hard and a little alpha release will do well for your bags, but go for it, mate, if you've got a bit to share. Um, this is one I'm interested in because like, like, I think it was 168 games they're looking to sort of release and partner up with or something like that through their native coin. Obviously, that is exactly what I'm into. Like, that is huge news for, uh, for a token if they, if they work on things like that. And a lot of these ones, like the news I just shared on Naka, like that's nothing new, guys. If you go to a lot, like go to something like CoinGecko or CoinMarketCap, whatever one you like using, go to the websites. If you're going to look at buying into the in-game studios, most of them will have a weekly newsletter like Naka does. Um, sign up for those so you can see what's going on um, and share it here if there's something that uh, that looks good to you guys so then we can all sort of uh, do a little research on it um and and keep up because if we can get ahead of one of these game studios like we were talking about last week and all of a sudden there's a big time game rolling into one of these and we catch it in a, a newsletter far in advance and we can either buy a bunch of tokens so we can stake for a pre-sale allocation or whatever we need to do um like I said, if, if you tag us, I'll, I'll keep track of as much as I can, but uh, the more information people can start bringing to these Thursdays, other than just CM and myself, if uh, there's stuff you guys see out there that uh, you want to bring to the table and we can start working on it as a group, the more we can work together, guys, the more money we're going to make. I can tell you that because the two of us can, can monitor so much, but if uh, everyone starts coming up with ideas and, uh, and even if your ideas you might think are a little weak or a little stupid at first, I know people like to say there's no stupid ideas, but there's lots of stupid ideas. Um, throw it out there. We can all learn from it. And if this whole group learns to research projects a little deeper, and by deeper, I just mean like, if there's something you like, find out if they have a token release coming up or if there's a token release schedule, like uh, DXDY just delayed their token release. We are talking before before CM recorded, um, Magic decided to release all their tokens at uh, midnight last night rather than doing X amount a day. Like, the quicker we can find news like that together, the more money we're all going to make. And that's always the thing people forget. Like, we're all paying memberships here. We all want to be here. The more we can work together and take advantage of more people working on stuff than just sort of trying to... Uh, to grab that one call, the more we can put in, the more stuff we're going to find on the next run. 
yeah, exactly. And it'll be a, a heavy focus on sort of utilising the community this time for sort of the exposure and getting the, the, the real message sent out around Twitter. I was obviously, like, I've been away for, for, for a long time over the public videos and stuff like that. It's just not been the right time in the market or the, the right stage in my own personal life. But I was amazed with some of the, the comments. It was so nice, actually, to read, like, people obviously remember some of the, the huge hits that we had in that run and a, a lot of these calls did come from people just sending me a message like hey man don't know if you've seen this yet have a little look at it and then i'll have a look and i'll be like yeah actually that looks quite good it's got two three months solid roadmap not many people know about it there's not many tweets about it yet let's get involved and then we we're all as within this community we've all got our buys in nice and early the market starts to rally and it pops up and it, it becomes the the best environment uh, you know you you just enjoy just sitting in here and, and reading about the, the sort of money people are making it truly it truly is amazing and, and some of the messages i got in the in the last bull cycle were crazy i had to, i had uh, one one female member message me and then say something like um she'd had a, a toxic uh partner that sort of wouldn't leave her alone wouldn't let her get out of the house and she rode some of the the calls um and, and managed to make enough money that she was able to just leave the house and start a new life like that, that's why i do this that's why i do this for every single person because it, it does stress me out hard it, it ages me it takes up so much time but for me it's just all about if, if i feel like i can deliver this out to, to hundreds hopefully thousands of people and, and get these messages back that it's changed their life for the better that that is exactly why i do it um michael canto banter mess uh, mentioned canto the other day they thought it sort of ran a little too fast right now on this uh on this little run-up that we've had with bitcoin but um that is definitely something we should we should look into the fact that um, if Rand's always already talking about it, you know he's gonna pump it at some point. Um, I saw an interesting email a couple of weeks ago, like to what extent uh, Harry A, Vinny, and uh, Rand and all those guys are actually connected, and how much money they have in the market for market making. There's a reason why some of Rand's calls are better than uh, they should be. So, uh, uh, Vinny Lingham, Harry Yeh, uh, like there's a reason why Harry Yeh said he'll, uh, he'll be an advisor to Davies and, uh, and Susie, like these guys all have major, major money back from 2013, 2017. Um, and, uh, Harry, Vinny and a few other guys are regular guests when, uh, crypto banter does a banter on Friday. But uh, someone did a little digging into like how much Harry is actually worth, and it's astronomical. Like he's a major market maker on multiple exchanges, so um, he's also a bit of a snake. Like what he did with Tomb and then Two Share and a bunch of the stuff that came on Phantom. So you got to take him with a grain of salt when he wants to pump something. He can also run a project right to zero if he wants to shit on it. But uh, that is a project I've heard mentioned by them. So uh, it's definitely something we should keep an eye on and look into a little more if it has a big pullback. Yeah, and I think um, bad or get caught out a bit, sort of 
to me, uh, Crypto Banter Public Videos is a bit of a mini top signal. Uh, if he has just done a video on that, you can see the coins went down 11% today. Um, he, he he knows his wallets are sort of discovered by the public, so if he buys into something, he knows that people follow those wallet transactions. It gets a bit of a 60-70% pump, he then releases a video, a lot of people then buy it at that point. And he has, he has been caught out a few times just sort of selling it on that, and particularly in this type of market. I think if anything has had a good run the last week or two, you, you're going to get another opportunity to buy it lower. That, that's my thoughts on it. So, if something yeah, I like, is, him for something the, is... I like him for the news, I don't like him for his coin calls. Yeah, that's it. These guys have got such huge impact. The uh, a lot of these projects, Bitboy is an example. I mean, this guy, yeah, this, this guy has tried to yeah. save his name with his pursuit of SBF. However, he was charging thirty, forty thousand dollars for a video on on YouTube to to push push a coin. I I've never taken any money to push a coin on a project. I've never sold on anyone. Uh, if you know and, and unless it's like three four weeks later and clearly the market's changing direction i've obviously taken some profits off but i've never released a video seen liquidity coming in and then immediately sold on that liquidity if, if i push something on my youtube i'm not paid to do it and i believe the project could have a good run and i explain in the video why i think it will have a good run yeah, I'll look into Canto more for next week, Michael, just because I've heard it pop around a few times and seeing what you just told me on it, that's a fork of uh, EVM and sounds interesting. So um, the fact that it has popped up and I said, I, I do think the markets are going to mess around a little and go up and down a few more times. So if we can uh, catch that on a low, odds are if those people are mentioning it and have their eye on it, it could be a good one to uh, to snag if we get a good pullback on it. Um, um, is, is anyone okay. got any final questions? I know it was a really fast hour, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that was a quick hour. Has anyone got any last questions? And um, on pre-sales as well, so existing ones that people have bought into, we've got some authorised uh, verbal updates that we can pass on to you on them. Um, so we had a, a chat with some of the VCs and got some updates on some of these projects. So we'll be able to give you a bit of a, a written sort of update We've, we've been given the authority that we can release this info because obviously there was a bit of concerns there in, in releasing some of this info about being a pre-sale platform was it going to impact any sort of uh, relationships with them as i don't know if anyone's seen what happened with blood loop but these these guys came into my channel threatening legal action against me and <laughs> i had to quickly send them all of my vc documentation saying no this is a legitimate pre-sale and, and now i'm best of friends with blood loop um so yeah we have to be careful with the news that we do share but we do have news to share and there may actually be some more pre-sale opportunities coming up very soon as well um so yeah there's still still loads of stuff to come in and i don't think there's any more questions either but that was such a fast hour well um before anyone goes i shared it with uh cm the other the other day on twitter but this came out a little while ago but i don't know how many of you caught it but if any of you were in the godzilla pre-sale um there's a little bit of a a, a three minute gameplay video i'll uh, post the link here for you guys yeah, that looks so tasty, and like the get being able to get involved 
and in such a, a size of, of some of these huge, huge pre-sales that were involved in was like one of the probably biggest benefits I had in, in being involved in crypto for so long and building so many relationships was getting access to things like Gunzilla. Gunzilla. That is hopefully a complete make it pre-sale. Uh, the the footage and the, the updates on it look absolutely excellent. So I'm, I'm so, so excited for this. I, I can't wait. I, I As I said in the AMA last week, really, I would hope that for the next bull run, I don't I, I will do a lot of trading. I will do a lot of gem calls. But in my head, I hope the pre-sales I've entered will, will, will deliver for me. Um, and it doesn't matter what I do elsewhere in the market. Obviously, I'll do both anyway. But it would be great if all the pre-sales just delivered for me. Um, I just shared the uh, link to the Godzilla gameplay guys in the, uh, the the chat. So if you just bring up the chat window, you guys can check that out and see what you think. But uh, if you're in that pre-sale, taking a look at that game is uh, it's definitely worth taking a quick look at. It's uh, it's pretty cool. So as long as the tokenomics are, are half decent and uh, the coin has a use somewhat in the game, whether it's to buy weapons or whatever, that's going to be a beauty. Nice one. Thanks for the link. Okay, well, I think we can leave it at that. It's been a very fast hour. Again, I, I'm back, guys. Like, I'll get the, the AMAs updated with the, the Crypto Pump playlist. I know techno and hardstyle is not everyone's musical choice. I, I have thought about releasing some of the playlists to the music I sort of chill out and relax to, but, you know, I, I'm all about the gym and the pump, so why not call it the Crypto Pump playlist? Um, and get some content out, content out next week as well. I want to do some research and some of the old dogs that we've covered, the ones I've still got belief in, um, you know, the kind of obvious ones, XCAD, Meaties, things like that. And then we'll, we'll just keep going things from there as well. I'm going to update the template as well and, and work with people like uh, that are in the, the trading chat as well. So that obviously when the market's like this, we can get some official calls out weekly as well on, you know, potential longs or short plays, things like that too. So getting caught up, feeling good, you know, I've posted posted my sort of uh, secret recipe gainer shake um on twitter today so yeah that's it that's the only thing to highlight again guys look after yourselves go to the gym get ready to ride this wave up i am primed and ready sounds good to me nice one good talking as ever mate have a nice weekend everyone and i'll see you all um. soon